Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Eye on the Hill 2023. Special coverage on Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. And we do have some inside information. I'm Greg Scordis filling in today for Boyd Matheson. Up on the Hill, just within the last few hours, the Utah State Senate has passed a series of bills, three totaling, regarding a transgender-related issues. Uh, What what are these bills and what do they mean and and where are we with respect to these? We're going to talk about that for this segment. Last night on KSL at Night, we were fortunate, Leah Murray and I were hosting the show last night, we were fortunate enough to to be able to interview Senator Mike Kennedy, who proposed Senate Bill 16, which was one of the three bills that passed today. And if I were to characterize Senate Bill 16, uh, just the, the short version of it is this. It would ban gender reassignment surgery for minors and hormonal treatments for any transgender teens who haven't already started them. In other words, uh, gender reassignment surgery just is not going to happen for, for minors. And he defined minors as people who are under the age of 18. And, and he also made it clear that people who have already started the process are, are perhaps exempt from this. So we asked him about the bill and asked him to sort of break it down. He he. Brought it, sort of brought it into three main parts, um, and he talked to us. This was last night on KSL at night. The first one was related to um, just the whole transgender-related surgery for youth and what it means. So it bans surgeries. So any first, uh, to be clear, it's only related to minors, so anybody less than 18 years old. At 18 years old and above, we're not, with this bill, commenting at all about the type of health care that they want to seek. But anybody that is a minor... We're going to ban the surgical procedures that a transgender individual may pursue. And if you are a minor, we're going to put a moratorium on new entrants into that version of health care for anybody that wants to, after the implementation of this bill, enter into cross-sex hormones or puberty blockers. We put a moratorium on new entrants into that, but we hold harmless the providers as well as the patients that are currently in care. And we intend to do that because when you're in the middle of a version of healthcare that you've been on for months or possibly years, we as a legislature don't want to step into the middle of that relationship. Okay, so if you listen to that very closely, he's careful. He he, he walks the tight line pretty well, I think, and says, says this, um, I'm not commenting on this surgery. Anyone who's 18 and above can go and do it. This isn't something that we're saying is bad or evil or or shouldn't be done. But when a person's under the age of 18, 
maybe we should take a second look at this. Maybe we should, maybe they're not in a position age wise to make these kind of decisions, which are life altering, which, which will affect them for forever. Let's wait until they're 18. Now uh, we did interview another person last night. Uh, uh, one of the, the, the Democrats on the Senate, I can't remember her name right now. And I apologize, but who said, look, by the time somebody's 18, the, the, horses out of the barn. I mean, the, 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 a lot of maturity has already occurred and a lot of things have happened to the body that maybe they didn't want to happen. And starting this surgery or starting this process at age 18 really puts you in a, in a, in a disadvantaged position. If you're, if you are, if you're interested in having this type of surgery, I can understand both sides, which is, I mean, and really, having practiced criminal law as I have for forty years, you 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 have sixteen, seventeen year olds. They don't have the same mind as a, as a twenty five year old. I mean, they're they're still sort of concerned about where they are in life. They may not have that same uh, that same sort of wherewithal to make these kind of life altering decisions. And and I can understand saying they they shouldn't have to they shouldn't be allowed to do that. On the other hand, I can understand uh, the doctor that talked to us last night about you know if you're going to do it, you got to do it when they're pretty young because once you're 18, uh, your gender has been defined by nature, I guess. And and I'm, I'm I hope I'm not offending anyone or, or oversimplifying this, but I can understand that. Uh, the second part of the bill that uh, Senator Kennedy talked to us about was just the regulatory framework on the bill and how it's going to work. The important part of this is we put regulations on those providers, and these are these are implemented in the future, so it's not something they have to do right away. But over time, they have to demonstrate credentials and qualifications that allow them to take care of transgendered individuals. And so that, that regulatory framework, currently, we don't have anything on that at all. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Now that's surprising that we don't have anything at all on that. I assume, I assume the medical community would disagree with that. I, I, I assume that there's something in the medical community that says, you know, if you're a uh, and I don't want to call it any specific area in the medical profession. My son's a doctor. He, he'd strangle me. But maybe if you're doing a certain type of thing, you shouldn't be doing a gender-related care. Uh, but I, I guess what he's saying is Utah's going to tighten that, tighten those credentials, make it so that uh, – and, and it'll be interesting to see what those important qualifications are um, for a medical provider to be able to perform these kind of surgeries in – because they're 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 just so controversial right now, and I don't know why this has suddenly come to the fore, but this is something that we're we're dealing with right now. The third part of the bill he talked about was what he called the statute of limitations, and he enhanced it. Let me just play the cut, and then I'll explain what he means. Finally, we enhance the statute of limitations so that if an individual believes that they had some version of negligence executed on them while they were receiving this care, that the statute of limitations is enhanced. Typically, a, a medical malpractice action. You can implement that uh, within two or three years of know or should have known when the injury happened. This this would allow an individual up to age 25 
be able to sue for malpractice. Of course, they'd have to claim negligence and duty breach, causation, harm, and all that sort of thing. But And, and that's not uncommon. I mean, it, it's not uh, uncommon in Utah law that minors who have uh, been the victims of a crime or the victims, in this case, of medical malpractice, whatever, uh, shouldn't have to bring their claim within two or three years or whatever it happens to be. I mean, in the criminal world, uh, felonies are typically four years, misdemeanors are typically two years. Uh, but when it when you're dealing with a minor who is the victim of a crime, uh, perhaps, or in this case, victim of what they're calling potential malpractice, we can expand that statute of limitations and allow them to bring a claim up to the age of 25 years. Um, you know, I, this is something that has really been uh, controversial. I, if you look at the vote on this, it was almost straight down the party lines on all three of all, all three of the bills, that are, and I've only talked about one, but I'm going to address the other two right now. Uh, and the Republicans voted in favor, the Democrats voted against, so they're all pretty much 21-7 or 22-6 or whatever. They were, they were very, very straight down party lines with just a couple of exceptions. Let me talk about the other two bills because we've been focusing on the transgender reassignment surgery bill, uh, which would preclude that from happening until an individual reaches the age of 18. There's an, another bill um, that, uh, that, is, uh, that was passed recently, Senate Bill 100, that requires schools – to inform parents of any school-wide policy of calling children by different names or pronouns. Now, I don't understand what we're doing there, why we, uh, why we felt that was important, but that would open up school records to parents um, to find out if there's a school-wide policy of calling, calling children by different names or pronouns. I mean, I, I guess we'll sort of see what what's in the works there. And finally, the third bill that we dealt with this this morning, the Senate, Senate Bill 63, prohibits teens from amending their birth certificates until they're 18. Right now, you can amend your birth certificate anytime, but I guess that's also related to changing your, your gender uh, and your birth certificate. You can't do that now until you're 18. You can change mistakes in the birth certificate or flaws or something like that. But that part of it you can't do now until you're 18. Interesting bills. We'll see how those pass constitutional muster. I'm sure there'll be lawsuits filed in the next couple of years by some young people and perhaps their parents who are looking to have this procedure done. Uh, stay with us. We'll be back for the second hour of Inside Sources. I'm Greg Scordis, your host. FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.